Hey everybody, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Darius. I'm Dylan. And I'm Ian. And here on Trek to the Holodeck, we rate every single Star Trek Holodeck episode ever. Ever. Yeah, ever. And and, and if, if you ever. were party to what we just did on Twitch, you'll see that <laughs> are we running out? There's are we still running out of five episodes? seasons worth of Voyager episodes, probably. I think, yeah, I think we're running out of this, everything other than Voyager episodes. This podcast by the end is just going to turn into Voyager the podcast. Yeah, and then yeah. Enterprise the podcast. We're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to change our pacing to be like two Voyager episodes and then two other episodes per month. Yeah. Yeah. We still yeah. got some bangers of DS9 to get to. Well, that's the thing. Like the DS9 ones on. are all heavy hitters. Yeah. Right. We but they're like, on. you know, they're like they're like boxing champions where they only fight once every two years. Cause yeah. like I'm not gonna risk my title. <laughs> right. I'm not gonna risk my title. Only the paper yeah. moon is like, I'm not fighting until I know I'm gonna be number one. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> There's no way. Yeah, Undefeated sure. This guy's streak. tearing through the, the ring circuit right now. But if I fight him now. No, I'm gonna I find him when he's pull. older. Only the yeah, paper exactly. moon's like, I get it, I get it. Our man Bashir has held his spot at number one for the last two years, and I know everybody wants us to fight. I get it, but I gotta wait till he's a little, a little worn out, a little yeah. run down. <laughs> yeah, then he can take his shot. <laughs> we could do some verses episodes. That'd be kind of fun, even though that's kind of what the whole thing is. But it'd be kind of fun yeah. to do two episodes at the same time. Prod- when we Prodigy run out of episodes, has had two episodes of a holodeck now. Says that's steps. true, yeah. Jeebus, so, really? Okay, yeah. Well, it's grown on me quite a bit. I haven't watched any of it at all. I watched that first episode, and that was it. <laughs> I'm glad that the first in, episode is, I think, easily the worst episode, in my opinion. I'm glad that they're the involving the holodeck in it, yeah, because that means children it, will know what the holodeck is. And then we, there we go. That's our audience right there. Children. Boom. Our We're becoming a children's podcast. For another 10 or 15 years. Yeah. We'll be a kid's <laughs> podcast. And then 15, 20 years from now, we'll be a nostalgia podcast for all the kids that we hooked early on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got the whole thing planned out. <laughs> right now, we're a nostalgia podcast for everyone who loves Star Trek already. Then we're going to become a kid's podcast. Then we're back to a nostalgia podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. So way it goes. Perfect. What did we watch this week, fellers? We went to the original series. We went to the Return Ooh. of the Archons. Woo! Season 1, episode 21. Wow. Who are the Archons? This one... Not well, super clear. There's a lot That's... of unclear shit in this episode. Because <laughs> they call this whole civilization humans. And so I'm like, yes. are these yes. people the people from the ship that crashed? That's what I thought at first, but it's and then not They that. make it sound like the Archons are the people from the ship that crashed. I think those are the Archons. <laughs> and these people are just people who were there before? But then it also made it sound like they were going to set it up to be like the people from the ship that crashed, the Archons, are immune uh-huh. to uh, this guy's mind tricks. The communism. Uh, They're immune to and, the communism. And so I was like, yes. okay, so that makes sense. <laughs> like some of these defectors are probably like children of the ship that crashed. So they have an immunity to this. No, that's not what happens. Like, because then we see that the ship, the people on the ship can get, can get 
brought into this collective. It's confusing. But it's also like a dumb so, collective. It's like they the, in order for them to know if you're a part of the body, they have to ask you, are you a part of the body? Although like a collective, like, yes, you would just know. Stalin's the best. <laughs> I mean, La- Landry is the best. <laughs> Space Stalin. Uh, this was written or well, hey, on. We, got, uh, we, we haven't even done the intro. Well, don't we, do, don't we read when it was, no. when it came out first? No. Wait, no. What are you doing? What are you I doing? I thought that we did that. I thought that Dylan, we did that. Hey, I quit. hold I quit. on. Hold on. Are you of the body? Are you of the are body, of Dylan? Are you of the body, Dylan? I am of the body. Apparently, I, I, I thought I was. Peace are you and of the tranquility body? I don't think he's of the you, body. brothers. I don't think he's of the body. Peace we gotta and get tranquility. The, we have to absorb him. We got to absorb, absorb this guy. Please don't absorb me. So please. put on your robes. Yeah, put on your robes. Grab your hollow powder stick. Uh, the clock has chimed noon right uh, as six. the red hour six. begins the six, clock has chimed whatever six. it is <laughs> six uh, as we trek to the hollow we believe these simulations to be this real much of it is real sir I disengage the safety protocols not that even a holographic bullet can kill it's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Also, like, does the red hour happen every night? Or is it like a once a month, questions. once a year I've- thing? <laughs> I have questions about the red hour. Let's talk I'll about ask. the red hour. The red hour. The red hour. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so this episode originally aired on February 9th, 1967. There you go. 19, February? That's, oh God, that's so long ago. It's, it's just very so long, long ago. I, was I figured thinking, out, by the way, why these episodes feel so slow. What? Why? It's not just the pacing. It's that there's no B-plot ever. No. It's just one, there's one just plot. doing yeah. the same thing the whole episode and your brain just goes like, I, I can't do this That's anymore. That's old school television, this is work, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I was completely engaged in this. I don't know yeah. if my brain is just moving slower right now, but I was like, because I think it's because they don't explain anything. So the majority <laughs> of the time I was like, what is happening? What's going on? Who are these people? It's, and it's then they breaks- just kept saying the same things over and over again. And I'm like, even when Kirk is like, tell me what's going on, asshole. And he's like, you're the Argons. Uh, uh, it, he just kept saying the same thing. And I was like, oh, God, I'm tell s- me what's happening. You know what? You know what's going on in my head while I was watching what? this? I was like, okay, so they got maybe like five hours of shooting on an outdoor set that they yeah and they were like we only have this amount of time so let's do the red hour during this and then they're like (laughs) and then this uh medieval dungeon set's gonna let us film on their set for uh a day so let's do that (laughs) and then this like sci-fi uh set uh is gonna let us shoot for like four hours so we'll do that like (laughs) yeah and uh we'll just write a script around that right Uh, all together Incredible. I, I gotta say that sci-fi we're, we're all over the place already but that sci-fi set at the end is fucking great with the different rad, color yeah. lights on the background yeah. Yeah. That, I was like this is cool this is like 60s future give me Love this give me this stuff give it to me <laughs> I hope Strange New Worlds uses that aesthetic a bit you know of like we go to a planet and uh, they won't. This, it'll be dark 
It'll be new old Star Trek. <laughs> they won't. There'll be lens flares everywhere. All right, all right, <laughs> all right. Okay, okay. This, this right. episode was written by Boris Sobelman. I think Sobelman. I think Sobelman. Sobelman. He was uh, born in Russia in 1909. He saw the Russian Revolution. What a wild Whoa. time to be born. <laughs> I, I tried I tried to find out more information about this because I felt like this is like a very bury the lead situation, especially mm-hmm. for this episode. Like, oh, he was born in Russia as it turned into a communist state. Yeah. Right. And he wrote this screenplay. That's There's like nothing out there on him. I think no. he wrote yeah. some like a, but like this guy died, but he had a whole life. Like he had a whole experience <laughs> and there's just there's not even a picture of him out there. He wrote like seven episodes of television and that yeah. was it. Like how did he get into TV? How did he get know. to America? I don't what know. is the story? What's yeah. the Sobelman story? <laughs> yeah. I was curious about the Sobelman story too. Uh and of course the story was by Gene Roddenberry. Uh, uh, this is one of the original three episodes that he pitched for pilots of Star Trek. Oh, really? This would have been a terrible pilot. This would have I been think. a really bad pilot. Because I would have been like, what the fuck what am I watching? That, <laughs> what that am I been watching? Been absolutely trash pilot. I do not know why they were thinking about doing that for the pilot. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was his one like, um, and this is the one they'll definitely say no to. So I don't like, you know, like you, you give people you options. One, like, yeah. I want this one to win. Right. This one's total so trash. And I'm okay if they take this one, but <laughs> yeah. I want this one to win. I, yeah. Speaking of pilots, I, I, since you made us a, uh, a Reddit account, um, we get like oh, the yeah. emails being like, what about this Star Trek post? What about this Star Trek post? And last last night, I was looking at the Trek to Holodeck email because I have it on my phone. So I get this email. I click on it because it's like it, it, it gets me in. And it's like, was Dr. McCoy named after this guy with the last name McCoy from this Pan Am flight um, that was that, doomed, that crashed, that crashed, uh-huh. that Gene Roddenberry was on. And he was one of the only three survivors. And Gene Roddenberry was like the third in command on this flight. And the guy above him's last name was something McCoy. His last name was McCoy. And they're like, so was Dr. McCoy like uh, a a tribute to this guy? And then somebody below is like, I don't think so. You want to know why? (laughs) Because because the original pilot uh, had a different doctor. And then the and then someone else was like, I also want to throw in there that the second original pilot also had a different doctor from the original pilot. Uh, probably doesn't mean anything though. <laughs> this is just Jesus Christ. I love the certainty of the person's like, nah, no, nah, nope, not that guy. Uh, uh-uh. it's like I think it's a reasonable thing. You and then meet, somebody like, when you- lower down was like, I mean, yeah, it probably could have been him because. Roddenberry was known to pull from his like war experience and stuff like that for things like (laughs) and every writer does every writer if you've written like a sketch scene you're like I don't know Darius this guy's name's Darius Uh, I like Darius (laughs) this guy's an asshole well I I can't think of another name so his name is just Darius (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure Gene was like we need a doctor I already used two doctor names that I could think of on my other pilots so this one's name is McCoy like doesn't matter. The my the thing that like really got me the most out of that Reddit post though was 
that he was on a plane that crashed and was one of yeah, three people this. that survived. <laughs> I didn't yeah. know this at all. We've, That's totally, we've talked about really? this. 100% we've talked about it. It's okay that memory. we're talking about it again because we've done a billion episodes. <laughs> <laughs> a billion episodes. One billion um, episodes. There is an episode of Star Trek, the original series, where a shuttle crashes. And I, I bet... I bet if we wrote a Reddit post where it's like, hey, do you guys think this has anything to do with the time of Ron Break? And they'd be like, no, absolutely not. (laughs) Same guy. Planes crash all the time. Fuck no. (laughs) Probably no relation at all. You know, in the original pilot, there was no plane crash. So, no. You know, in the original pilot, there was no planes. There was no shuttles. All this guy's evidence is just the original pilot of (laughs) of, of Star Trek. Like, hey, do you think Kirk is the real captain of the Enterprise? No. No, No. the original pilot, Kirk's not the uh, captain of the Enterprise. So everything that happens after the original pilots, that's just fan stuff. It's not real. It's fan fan service. I don't don't even know why you'd bring that up, you asshole. (laughs) It's like people who are like, yeah, Battlestar Galactica reboot's not really Battlestar Galactica. It's just a bunch of bullshit. The original <laughs> one's the best. It's like, well, I mean, it's just, it's its own canon. You know, it's and it's the same thing for, with us where we're like, we're not sure about this new track. Like it's, uh, you know, it's hit or miss. Like it's Star Trek. It just, it is, you know, the, the reboot okay. movies are like, yeah, it's I, Star Trek. It's just their own thing. I have to apologize to Mr. Mini Doxy because <laughs> they weren't that like, they weren't like that sure of themselves. Sort of like, nah. The 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 comment was, it's possible, but to be noted, McCoy was not the original Doctor on the TOS. Mm, In okay. the cage, um, I, 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 unaired original <laughs> pilot, there was a different CMO whose name was Philip Boyce. In Roddenberry's originals notes, he planned to give Boyce the nickname Bones. So he wasn't that. He I don't know, sure, Darius. So. The first time you said it. To be honest, the first time you said it, it was really certain. Yeah. I think yeah. everything that's happened since then is not really canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the the, the response to that comment though was I, I said it already, but they put in in like parentheses. Um and the second pilot where no man has gone before, we got Dr. Piper. Writing this in parentheses probably is irrelevant. <laughs> I'm like, what I appreciate I appreciate the the person there being like, hey, I know I'm not helping this situation, so I'm going to put this stuff in parentheses and say that this is probably not relevant to the conversation. I just wanted yeah. to comment. <laughs> just wanted to be be here. He's like, yeah, you know, I could probably get two or three karma out of this, so yeah. I'm just going to do it. Uh, this episode was directed by Joseph Pevney. Joey Pev. Pev. Joey Pev. The Pevney. Um, Pev Pev. The and Pevney. Joey Pev. DePevney. Joey DePevney. <laughs> Sounds like David DeCovney. <laughs> Is David DeCovney's uh, like uh, alter ego <laughs> when he like walks into a bar at night and he wants to be like a party guy? It's Joey DePevney. <laughs> Is that David DeCovney? No. <laughs> it's past midnight. It's his red hour. <laughs> Joey DePevney used to be a real piece of shit. Real I used to be a real we piece of We used to go shit. to the steakhouse <laughs> order, order sloppy steaks. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, It's been a while since we've done it. I think you should leave reference. (laughs) That's true. It has been a long time. It's been a while. Uh, Uh, The the music was by the OG Alexander Courage. Incredible stuff. Those cues that get echoed in Wrath of Khan, Mm -hmm. where it's like, like, I don't know how to describe it, but there's just the little moments like, you should feel this right now. It's yeah. spooky. It's- you know, I love those. <laughs> I really liked the like the theme in with different like in, in the theme of like uh where they are or whatever. Oh, totally. If that makes any sense. Like the of the era. 
but, but yeah, making yeah. it the Star Trek theme. Making it the Star Trek theme in the general like era that they're in down on the planet is really fun. Yeah. Eighteen hundreds ish. Whatever the costume designer found on a rack. Like, hey. Yeah. Do you guys have anything I could use these costumes for? It's like, uh, I mean, we're already trying to fit in a space set, an outdoor <laughs> set, and a dungeon, uh, and, a, uh. and a dungeon. But uh, yeah, we could probably figure it out. <laughs> I gotta say, Shatner looked really great in that purple coat. Oh, he yeah. looked incredible. Just, oh, yeah. oh yeah, with the little um, what is this called? This little tie. It's not thing. a bolo tie, but it's like an actual like tie tie, like bow, it's like a bow tie. Yeah. Some sort of. He looks like yeah. he's gonna walk into a, a western because he on the set of Deadwood, you know, he looks like he's going to be the, yeah. like the rich guy who comes in. is like, I'm here to invest in gold. And <laughs> all these like slimy guys are like, Oh, that's the rich railroad guy from the railroad town. It's the oil baron. The I oil love, baron. I love Shatner's confidence. And I love Kirk's confidence of just like, Hey, come with me. Nah, we're not doing it. We're just not going. Just, yeah, I love that. Yeah, we're just not that going. Nah. And, and Spock's like, Oh shit. You figured it, it out too. If you just say no, they won't. They don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, they, and he's they, like, "Yeah, I don't know what to do." <laughs> <laughs> what What if they? What if they kept going? Like, well, I mean, like, it's just it's just it's a really low risk gamble. I just said no. I just said <laughs> I'm not going to. I just use my free will. What's this episode about? Communism? Yeah, I figured it out. This is about communism. <laughs> Like oh that's a lower God. decks joke, right? We're gonna tune in next week to lower decks, and like, yeah. uh, Mariner's gonna be like, no, and then no. like, the alien's head's gonna explode. And be like, how did you know? I don't know. Just, just try. Just, just try, no. try saying no. Say no. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Do you God. know what? As we know, Laura Dex actually did revisit this planet. It's a did cold they? open for one of the episodes yeah. where they come back to this planet and, and they started worshiping Landau again. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, why? We put a sign up here that says don't worship him anymore. Like, we just kind of wanted to. Like, it's easier. Because they come back like in the middle of the red hour or something like that, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> they, which I think is a great point of like Kirk's solution. When he kills Land, we, we got to do the recap. When he kills Landry by. <laughs> and he walks out, he's re- he literally says, he says something like, good luck. Yeah. <laughs> I broke your society. Have fun. That's what I couldn't handle about this episode is that yes, things are quote unquote soulless or whatever, but he just shows up and is like destroys the guy. I, I killed your leader and yeah. uh have fun. Put nothing else in Put place. Put nothing else in place. Uh oh, oh, hold never mind. This guy who keeps talking yeah. about that girl all the time. <laughs> Really annoying. <laughs> He's in charge. <laughs> oh how, how, how's it going down there, Lindstrom's like, uh, to be honest, it's... Well, we've had like five fights. <laughs> it's some, yeah. There's millions of people here and they have no idea how to do anything alone, sir. I don't think it's like, okay, good. We'll, we'll check back later. How's it going down there? Well, we've had like five fights, uh, some knockout brawls in the in the pub, and then they're like, <laughs> humans. Classic. That was great. Humans. Let's this get is, out of here. This is the Enterprise being the CIA, where they just go yeah. in, complete regime change, and then just fucking bounce, and they're like, Holy yep, shit. have fun. This is really the most symbolic of America in the 1950s. Like, yeah. So communism is bad outright, like... Right? Like, we do whatever we have to do to stop them. Yeah, Not, absolutely. Great. What about the repercussions? 
I'm sorry. I sorry. What did you say? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> the we only thing that could have made it more change. more American is if the if Enterprise had just like taken off with all of their raw materials. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so we found a massive deposit of dilithium. Great, yank it out of Let's the ground. Take it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they don't need it. They they'll figure it out. There's they'll, a bunch of tritanium. Beam it up. Beam it up. 100%. <laughs> sir, does the lithium? Yeah, grab it. They're 1800 society. They don't need any of that yeah. shit. Sir, now that Landrew is gone, we can take whatever we want. <laughs> sir, you're leaving me here, but you're taking all of the good things. I know. Yeah. I know. Have fun. Yeah, How am I supposed to do this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, when's somebody going to come by again? Because I, I find to figure out what the Archon is. It was a, sh- a, a, a federation like ship. Years, that, right? A hundred years before. Yeah. So like in the Enterprise era, the you know, yeah. the, the Archer the, yeah. era, this uh-huh. is probably like a warp four ship and they just kept going and they're like- <laughs> A generation oh, ship that like took yeah. forever to get somewhere. Like <laughs> Yeah. And they're like, uh, let's check out this planet. There's a, oh, there's a civilization down there. Finally, we can rest. They go down there. It's, oh, this sucks. It's a communism planet. Uh, let's get out of here. <laughs> oh, you can't. What do you mean you can't? can't. Oh, the ship's gone. The ship's blew gone. Up. We <laughs> it blew up. We, and you're all absorbed. Oh, you're not absorbed. Fuck. So okay. yeah, like let's do, let's do a recap. Term. Let's do a recap before, let's we, do a before recap. we get too far into it. Yeah, we're all over the place turn. today. <laughs> we are. There's a lot it's of fun. There's a lot to talk about. Chaotic. Um, uh, I got a timer ready, Darius. You got a timer. Okay. All right. So there's a cold open, and Sulu gets uh, uh, put into this this collective. All right. Now we're bad down on the planet. They decide to beam more people down after this whole thing, uh, <laughs> and we find out that there's this like communist leader Landau, basically, who like created a collective, and everyone's like all happy except for the Red Hours, where they just like get crazy, break things, and rape everybody, basically. Um, yeah. And then uh, we kill Landau. Uh, Kirk kills Landau, which is a computer. We find out it's a computer, and they kill Landau, and then they peace out. Uh, oh, Everyone bangs. It. His name's Landrew. That aren't them because they don't take place in the red hour. Landrew. Yeah. Sorry, not Landrew. Landau. It's like Landau system. With an L. Oh, it's not a system. It's an old friend. But uh, the the um, subtitles spell it a. L-A-N-D-R-U, Landrew. Oh, Landrew. It's like Andrew, but with an L. And a U. U instead of an E-W. Yeah. So, Landrew. What exactly is the Red Hour, and why does it happen? (laughs) It's not clear. It's uh, communism. Uh, (laughs) The reason why I think it happens is so that people can just get all their, like, frustrations out in one like, That's yeah. what I, I thought. It was the kind. purge. I thought yeah. it was like the purge. Yeah. But then, like, but then they just go back into a trance. Are they conscious? Are they consciously in a trance or like? I think when you're absorbed, it's kind of like being assimilated. So oh, okay. I think Landrew controls people's minds to an extent, oh. and I think and he just lets yeah. it go for like for like twelve hours. Lets it rip. Yeah, yeah. and everyone's like, like I fun. haven't had sex. Or broken something in too long. Twelve hours, <laughs> but then when they go inside and the the like the asshole homies like these fuckers are supposed to be in the festival and yeah. they're not doing the festival. That made me think: Is this like a rite of passage? Do you like stop doing the festival he at a certain point? Did say point? something along the lines of like they are too young 
So I've, I have a feeling that old people don't have to take place in the red hour anymore. Yeah. Because as we know, old too, people don't have yeah. a sex drive and they don't want to break things. They don't want to break stuff. They've had like a, you know, they've had 20 or 30 red hours. So they're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they got all of their system. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Yeah. This, the red when hour does it happen? How often does it happen? Is it every night? Is it once a month? Is it once a year? Every 10 so, years? It's not canon because it, you know, it was not on TV. It not aired. It's cut from the script, but in the original script, it was on to the next. Like that, now we have to, a whole year to wait or something like that. Like so, okay. it's in, in this original script that did not make to the screen. It's it's a yearly Once thing. Each, every year, All right. that makes sense. Yeah, <clears throat> that makes that sense. old guy. By the way, the the snitch. Yeah, that really, really old guy. A little asshole. I yeah. can't yeah. believe this. He was born in eighteen ninety eight. His name is Morgan Farley. 1890. Yeah, so there are only 14 people ever to be to perform on Star Trek that were born in the 19th century. The 19th century. Holy Horse shit. and buggy to television. Yeah. That's Oh insane. my god. Yeah. Uh wow. and then I looked a little bit more into his story because I'm like, who is this guy? You know, just like what is his information? <laughs> he was an Aussie. No, uh, <laughs> Operation Paperclip's like we need actors for actors our for westerns and Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> sir, we got a bunch of Nazi actors. Uh, I think would be great for the job. <laughs> Jan's like, I did some research. He like shares his screen. He like posts the picture of like the American Nazi party in like yeah. Madison Square Garden. He zooms in and it's like this guy is like Wait behind the leader in on the stage. Morgan like. Farley. <laughs> I want there to be a podcast, not obviously not ours, that just focuses on guest stars and like finds out everything about them. About and the just, guest stars? Yeah. Oh, yes, please. Well, anyways, he was in the U.S. military, but it was um, in the he was in his 40s at the time because he was born in the 19th century. He, was, <laughs> he fought in World War II. However, as he would have been in his late 40s at the time, it is doubtful he saw much frontline combat. But his personnel file was destroyed in 1973. Even so, a record from 1944 does exist showing Farley as a patient in a military hospital. Whoa. And I want to think, like, was he... Was he like a super spy? What was his deal? What's his thing? We don't Maybe know anything like, about. He wasn't Morgan a Nazi, Farley. but he was. He was uh, an infiltrator of the Nazis. He was a Nazi. Maybe hunter. he was like an informant or something. Right. No. Yeah, the files your were destroyed. Is actually should be <laughs> your podcast should be a game show and call it yeah. Guess the Guest Star. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like the what was the what was the old game show where you basically like give facts about yourself and people have to guess yeah. who it, guess who it is who the real one is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't remember great. what it's called but it's a great show. I love that because people yeah. will be like I don't know I can't parse this information I don't know There's you too much you picked a random fucking guest star from Star yeah. Trek that never had any other credits ever again <laughs> who was yeah. born in the the nineteenth century the nineteenth. Century. I did have that thought watching this, especially because like this was written in the '60s or whatever. All their costumes and stuff—that's from that's from the 19th century, right? All the, the shit that they're wearing. I think it's the '60s idea of what the 19th century looks like. I doubt well, it. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just, I was just thinking about it. And I was like, this fucking dude was born in the 19th century. So like yeah. to him. That's just like us thinking about the 80s. Yeah, he just went back into yeah. his closet and grabbed some clothes <laughs> that he had. 
that his grand he yeah, had some that. clothes that his father wore in the 18th yeah. century 19th century he brings and his they, own costume he shows up on and they're like did you already go to the costume te- uh, costume trailer <laughs> no just showed up I used to wear this back in the yeah. day when I was 20 years old yeah but you have your makeup done I know I know yeah. Yeah, we used <laughs> to do our makeup too also <laughs> My father, who was born during the presidency of Rutherford B. Hayes. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Check out this Einstein mask that I brought. It's <laughs> a young Einstein. Yeah. 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 Young Einstein. Yeah. This is yeah. your it looks this like is theory shit. of relativity. Einstein. This is not late Einstein who's trying to make magnetism and gravity work together. You guys know this about Einstein? He did like his best shit. His he dropped the best records, you know, his best stuff when he was like twenty four, and, yeah. and the rest just, of his life he was trying to prove something and never succeeded. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh man, I feel like that's, feel like that's, that's a good pretty amount, rough, dude. A good amount of like theoretical physicists and like scientists and stuff like that, like drop something and then spend the rest of their life trying to prove it or prove something that would pr- disprove it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So he peaked st- when he was 24? Basically. Damn. The rest of his career, he's like, okay, I'm pretty sure magnets and gravity are related. And he tried to like find a way to connect them. And he never, never did. did. And I mean, most I know Stephen physicists Hawking. now are like, I don't think it's going to be a thing. So they don't even bother. <laughs> I know Stephen Hawking had like a lot of like groundbreaking stuff after, like later on in his life too. But his big thing was when he was younger as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> It was like pre ALS, like yeah. yeah, it was like early ALS, like <laughs> yeah, very early goings, and then the rest of his life. I mean, but what's cool is like Einstein and Hawking stuff are still like they're still finding evidence. Finding, oh yeah, this totally actually yeah, this confirms this theory. Like yep. cool, we, <laughs> we have crazy. we have observable proof. That's it's what's so, so great about science, guys, is you put something out there and you go basically Ooh, like you basically go know. like. Prove me wrong. And then every other scientist goes, hold my beer. I'm going yeah, to try. try to prove you wrong. <laughs> and what's great about it is when a scientist like, I tried to prove Einstein wrong, but it turns out he was right. And they're like, awesome, dude. It's like, cool. yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Like, and they celebrate you, like, that guy just as much because they're like, you couldn't yeah. prove Einstein wrong. <laughs> I know. I proved them right. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I proved this guy right. Awesome. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the that's the awesome thing about science. Uh, oh my man. god. Um, uh, off brand about not about science. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Joseph Pevney for uh, directing all the uh, communist zombies to just act as weird as possible. <laughs> that Especially guy that the they beginning. first meet. Yeah, he's like, you hear from <laughs> the valley? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You should you should hurry up though. Red hour is about to happen. <laughs> Y'all come down up. for the red hour. <laughs> about to get fucking wild. <laughs> this implies that there is a part of the planet that Lander's like. Eh, I don't control their brains. Yes, yeah. I'm just. I can't. I well, can't no, because when with they the valley people, because when I they can't. when they go inside, the other guys like. I mean, even if they're from the valley, they should still be doing the the Landrier thing. And the guy was like, "Yeah, but we don't know what the other rest of the valley does. Like, they might do it, it a little differently planet. than we do." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I always love, especially in Star Trek, when you go down to a village, there's a whole fucking planet that's still there. Millions and of people. Millions. Of Maybe people. billions. <laughs> Maybe billions of but people. But we just assume. We just assume that what this village is. does is how yeah. the whole planet 
That would be like, you know, aliens landing in Pyongyang or something like that. Like, okay, so... This is it. This is it. This is what humans are. That would be be like (laughs) aliens landing in like the Amazon and like finding like a a village that hasn't been touched by like technology or humans. So this is what Earth is. All right. This has got about cool. two thousand more years before they decide if they if yeah. they want to if they, they decide want to develop. To. Yeah, <laughs> they, totally they fine. Up, if they, they see a plane flying over. Like that must be our guys. That must be our guys. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys do? <laughs> we worship something. It's crazy. That must be our guys. Yep, def- yeah, definitely our guys. Um, <laughs> has a Star Trek episode ever like talked about this idea? Have they ever been like, "There's this village." But then on the uh, completely other side of the planet, there's also these other people who are different. I, I, I can't think of any episode that ever like. There's the Proto Vulcan one that we actually did our improv based off yeah. of, and they're like two different tribes. On yeah. oh yeah, that's true. There's there's some implicate like we're going to this continent of this planet. There's an Enterprise episode where there are two species that are humanoid. Mm-hmm. That evolve on the same planet. It's one of the best Enterprise episodes. Yeah, it's cool. it's it's like one of the pre-Prime Directive episodes, so they just uh, fuck where like one species is dying, uh-huh. and they're really advanced, and the other species is less advanced but just as capable. They're just like behind, and they've mm-hmm. been kept there by the other species. So Flox has to decide, like, hey, I can actually cure this species, this, or do we just this let dying them. one, or we just let them die because it's part of the natural <laughs> natural evolutionary process. Yeah, to get this other species an opportunity to, it's it's really one of the best I think. Flox is such a great doctor. Great doctor. I love Doctor Flox. So there are some times in Star Trek where they do acknowledge that a planet is not a monolithic thing. Monolith, yeah. (laughs) Oh man! But very rarely do they, you know, interact that much with societies that are pre-warp. And -hmm. I think to be a successful warp society, I don't think you can be fractured philosophically as a planet yeah you know yeah, I, I, guess so. I, yeah. I don't think that yeah i think that's the whole ideology of star trek is everybody has to be united on this one thing if you're gonna Which, be in space i thought this was kind of funny i i was thinking about this and how like when they're when the communists are talking about the body right i'm just gonna call them the Hell communists because yeah. this is like very obviously an anti-communist episode i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> the red hour yeah when they're talking about like uh you know you're infecting the body and the body is one and like we are a collective how is that any different from like the the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the like, one or the one isn't that just the same thing but, but that's a choice, you know? I guess. I don't know. I just, like, it was hard not to see similar well, things, as similar ideologies, know, but just in a different way. As we all know, there's no art in communism. There's no creativity yeah. <laughs> in communism. <laughs> Capitalism is Doesn't the exist. only way we have creativity. <laughs> Even though some of the dopest propaganda art is soviet era kind of really cool it's like stuff. holy yeah. shit this stuff is good <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you good guys had you good guys. graphic designers Way to go. Really yeah. good artists the best yeah. we all the only stuff we can do though is stalin shit now like yeah, yeah. it's basically the only stuff that sells not that we sell it <laughs> it's pretty sick though <laughs> it's pretty sick stalin stuff we do a lot of like peasants in the fields and then like they they like trade their pitchforks for gun rifles that's pretty good sickle? stuff have you seen yeah. pretty hammer sick. and sickle we're good at it 
We're real we're good, really at, good that. at that. You know, the proportions of the <laughs> hammer and sickle, if you think about the art of this, so good. Like all this it stuff is, is just so it clearly designed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really it's good. too bad that it was just like an oppressive, horrible regime that was not actually communist. That's the too other bad thing. That it you know, ended up. You, too bad it ended up that like way. that. It yeah. started okay. It started fine. Like, but it ended up terribly. Really shitty. It turns out that when you concentrate power, bad faith actors who come in, are like there bad. will be people who are interested in using that power in a bad way. Yeah. Len's like, yeah. cool, like we're chilling, we're chilling, it's good. I think this is gonna work out. And then Solon's like Landrew. Unless you die. <laughs> unless you die. <laughs> and then I take over. <laughs> then I can make it my image. Fucking Landrew. Fucking cool, wouldn't it? God damn Landrew. Pitch Landrew. Full, little ice pick through Leo Tolstoy. Not Leo Tolstoy, uh <laughs> the other Russian dudes who died in Mexico with the ice pick in his head. What's his name? Who's that guy? Trotsky, Leon Trotsky. Trotsky. No, the Trotsky yeah. is with for an ice shit. Head? The Trotsky is for shit. Let's come on. <laughs> but he was the only uh, opposition to Stalin, basically. I know, but Stalin that's died. not. <laughs> so, let's not get into. Let's not get what? into anyway. Intricacies of communism. <laughs> In hindsight, we should have had our friends at Gay Space Communism guest star on this. This episode. would have been yeah. a perfect yeah. episode for that. Yeah, really the Red Hour. The Red Hour. The red hour. Can I can I bring up this is at the very end of the episode, but they're like, How's it going up there, uh Scotty? Oh, everything's better now. Uh Sulu's Sulu's like uh back to normal. Chilling. And then it just like pans <laughs> over to Sulu and Sulu's like waving to people. He's like, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> and then like I'm relieving you, buddy, pats him on the back. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're good, buddy. I got the sh- I can drive this thing. I'm good. I don't like Landrew. Guys like that Ow, was weird. You didn't have to fucking hit me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I, also, I mean, uh, I'm, good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I also really love this moment where uh, when they're in the prison, basically, and Bones has been turned into a commie, and he's sitting there, uh, and he's sitting like in on that bench, the and wall. they're all in the other room <laughs> trying to talk, and like Spock like looks and is like, maybe we should be quiet, and the camera pans pans to the left to Bones and he's sitting with like his hands on his knees and he's just like ah. <laughs> he's just vibing man he's just, like, man. He, he's just, he's just vibing <laughs> he's and got, then it slowly pans back and they're like yeah he's fucked he's totally he's fucked, so fucked. <laughs> that guy has no free will look how fucking chill he is yeah he has no anxiety cause it's all taken care of yeah he's we just need, vibing need, out yeah we need to get these people anxiety we need yeah. to bring him some anxiety <laughs> My first thought when there was one guy who was like, everything's super peaceful, everything's chill, everyone's happy, nothing's wrong. I was like, cool. That sounds pretty fun. It sounds it sounds like you right. guys got it figured out. This came but they only had this sex came, once this a came year, in like though. this came in like That's the true. 60s, right? So we're yeah. like we're like the 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 downside to this episode and if we were to try to make it better is they were just like, communism's bad, right? Like, look how bad communism is. Instead of being like, this red hour is like, it's the worst thing. Like, we should, we, I get that you guys are happy right now, but maybe we get rid of the red hour. And then like, everything else is kind of okay. Like, (laughs) there is an episode of The Next Generation early on that this reminds me of, where a planet is basically a, a hippie artist planet do you guys remember this? Uh, and they can't reproduce anymore. 
Yes. For what it, they don't know why. And they steal the kids from the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. And they find out, like, they, they take a, they finally figure out, like, oh, it's because the computer that's running this society is dying. And mm-hmm. it's, like, leaking radiation, so everybody's infertile. And this also, like, everything is really easy for them. It felt like the 90s or late 80s version of communism is bad. Mm-hmm. Like, we still got to do capitalism a little bit in the... <laughs> Like you get away with it totally. Like you have, yeah. And like (laughs) the the idea was, it's not like there's a red hour. It's just that everybody's a hippie artist, and uh, but there's no like technological curiosity. There's no exploration curiosity. It's just there's no people playing with Microsoft Paint. You know (laughs) that sounds that sounds like my utopia. That sounds sick. (laughs) People playing Microsoft Paint all day. If there aren't markets and competition, then how are we going to how are we going to innovate and move forward technology wise? Huh? I don't know. Huh? I'm I'm just happy uh, painting. I think it's called When the Buff Breaks. Yeah. Uh, Season one, episode 17 of The Next Generation. That's the one. Hold on. Is there a holodeck on this episode? There's not. So we'll never do it. We'll never do it. Check it out. Is that the episode? No. There's an episode of TNG. Is it TNG? Or Voyager. I can't remember. It might be Voyager. Where there's like the hollow like city that they like, they don't go past the walls or whatever. Deep Space Nine. Is that Deep Space Nine? Yeah. Yeah. We should do that one. I think it's like, it's kind of like hollow. You're centric. totally right. We should do that one. That's season that's a four. Good we'll do that. That's a good one. Because that's like, the, yeah, the, the, there's like one guy who's alive and he's like, yeah, yeah I just made all these people because they right. all died and I felt yeah. bad about it. Yeah. And it, yeah. <laughs> Can you just not fuck with this? This is all I've got. Like, and it's just, a, ho- it's basically a hollow deck in a yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just goes like, I don't know. Should we fuck it up? And the guy's like, please just, <laughs> just don't. Literally all I have. I, have. <laughs> I, uh, I looked up this episode when the buff breaks and the first thing that popped up were memorable quotes. And I, I don't, I don't think I've seen this episode. And one of them is just, "We need some of your children." And then Beverly Crusher says, "Our children are not for sale." <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. And then Riker's like, "I'll sell you the children." I'll sell you. <laughs> how how, how much are you talking you need? about here? Yeah. This is a big starship, and kids go missing. I can help oh, you make children. <laughs> what? Yeah, I can help you make children. Riker, what are you talking about? <laughs> I have the ability. <laughs> They're all infertile. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. We'll 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 see see about about that. that. (laughs) I'm very fertile. Maybe we can make up for it. (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Riker sets up like, hey, um, all kids on board, like, or just maybe 20 or 30 kids on board, just so you know, there's a cool pool party happening on deck 17. (laughs) We have candy. yeah, candy. They all go there, and then he's like beams, like beams them onto the planet, and then he like vents the airlock or something. You know, it's like, oh no, there was a horrible computer malfunction. All those kids died. I feel so bad about. It. I feel so Riker, bad. Why did you have a pool party in the cargo bay with the exterior door? <laughs> I just no. the only place where I could get a permit for the pool, and uh, you know what it's like. I just wanted the kids to have fun. 
it feel so bad code, how it turned out. It says that your code was the one that opened the door. Yeah, but I thought it was going to have a... Uh, well, I thought I, it was going to have a, gave, a, a, a force field. A force field, because I wanted to show them the stars a little bit better. <laughs> I was trying I to gave be one cool of the kids uncle. my passcode. And I was like, hey, I got to go to the bridge and do some I stuff. But you. If, you need, if you need to do anything with this passcode, you can. Just like be you need really to get respond. snacks out of the replicator. Yeah. This totally is my personal passcode. passcode. They <laughs> probably used it by accident on the force field generator, which is, you know, in hindsight, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have done that. And I agree. <laughs> you weren't you weren't on you weren't on the bridge that day. It says you were in Troy's quarters. Well, I got yeah, it. But, uh, on the know. way to the bridge. If you look at the map, <laughs> it's kind of on the way. And she I just needed stopped some, in to say hi real just fast. Just to say hi. And then the thing happened. Right. The thing happened. Right. And I didn't yeah. go to the bridge because I had to go and see if any of the, the kids thing. didn't get vented in there. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's not important. <laughs> the filmmaking in this episode is very old school. There's so many, so many com- continuity errors. Oh, okay. there's, it's like there's a giant list of them on IMDb. Not even worth going through. But it's just like this reminds. This is still just the '60s, and they were just making a TV show. They just had to do, shoot a show every week. They just had yep. to do it. And they just mm-hmm. did it. it. Just cranked them out. Just cranking them out. Well, like it made me think too, because um, right now we're like, oh. Star Trek looks like a movie now. It's the pinnacle of television shooting and and stuff like that. And I'm like, well, at the time, they probably thought the same thing. They were like, this is amazing. This actually, this looks great. And so I'm like, there, it, 60, 70 years in the future, what are people going to be saying about Picard and Discovery? Like, <laughs> honestly, I think this, in like the way that it's composed and like shot looks more like a movie maybe not like the sets and stuff because that's low budget but the composition and the way that they move the camera seems m- almost more cinematic than like star trek today you know the lack way. of moving I, the camera in a sense more traditional <laughs> like a more yeah. traditional cinematic and, approach yeah and yeah i agree with you and, and blocking and stuff like i yesterday yeah. i went to see licorice pizza and yeah. i i was like is this movie really fucking good or am i just it's just everything so bad now that when you see a shot that is composed you're and moves yeah. yeah you're just like oh my god <laughs> yeah. there's there's intention be- yeah. behind the framing of things you, you know don't just set a like, camera up on a tripod and say go <laughs> and then and, and shoot get coverage from yeah. this of the scene from six different shot like angles yeah, yeah. no they just like hey you get two great actors you block the scene you like direct them do, and, and compose yeah. your shots and actually make movies and make a we movie. Wa- yeah. We watched, um, we watched <laughs> Wild the stuff. reality se- series cheer, uh, recently. Um, uh-huh. it was huge, huge thing back, back in like the t- 2020s, uh, the pandemic times, but they just came out with season two. Um, and we watched that and the, the, it, the first, the first one, they like, it's like the lead up to Daytona. And they go to compete at Daytona, but they couldn't like bring their cameras in to film Daytona. So like they had to use like rely on cell phone footage and stuff like that because they wouldn't. Sure. Let them in. The second season they let them in, full coverage, carte blanche. Like you cover whatever the fuck you want to cover, kind of a thing because it's yeah. so popular. But both times I'm like, can you just show me a single uninterrupted shot of this performance? Like, can I I just see from like a wide angle what this looks like? Like I was sitting in the audience 
and they couldn't. Like I couldn't get that shot. They had to cut. Had no sense of space. They had to cut yeah. every every like three seconds to something new. Do like slow motion of them flying through the air, and I'm like, I just want to see what. I still don't know what the performance looks like because they're cutting <laughs> so much, and I feel like yeah. that's, that's why, just. That's why I love these episodes actually a lot. Yeah, like the setups are really simple and the blocking's pretty good. And it's like, I can see everything that's going on right now. This yeah. is great. I'm not getting fucking confused or like, yeah. It's almost like too, well, I, you know, I talked about this earlier, too clear. Like the, the it's yeah. just all a plot. And yeah. I think my brain needs a little bit of, just a little bit of just, here's something else to think about. And yeah. also this is the second time I've watched it in the last few months. So it's, you know what it would have helped probably, out yeah. in my opinion. And they didn't even have to have a second, a, 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 a B plot. They just had to have had us go to the enterprise and see what Sulu was doing because they 100%. had, they had somebody who was infected basically <laughs> yeah. on the ship. Like with that, there should have been some sort of espionage going on, or some sort of like something broke because yeah. Sulu. Yeah, should have yeah. been a dual yeah. um, fish out of the water. The fish of yeah. the wild out of the water on the planet, and fish out of the water on the Enterprise. Right. And how and did you they could just had your a plot? Yeah. There didn't have to be a b plot, but but like Landu Landru is is basically making Sulu like sabotage a couple things here and there. Yeah, your brain on communism. Yeah, the b plot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I just want to also point out, by the way, that at the beginning of the episode, she was like, "Hey, two to beam out," and the transporter guy's like, um, "Oh, who is it? Sulu and O'Neill? Fuck O'Neill! <laughs> Fuck O'Neill! Well, no, I Sulu's think, coming up. I think they tried to say they tried to explain that with like they cut back to them, and Sulu's like, "Just wait, dude. They're gonna they're gonna beam us out." And he's like, no, we got to go. And he just runs. And so I think <laughs> they panics. lost his transporter signal because he ran away from where they were. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah. And it's like a good transporter chief would be, it's like, no, that ah, fucking O'Neill. All right. I no, got I his lock. Care. I can start. Right. I, think I can get him. But like this guy is like, ah, he's out. <laughs> exactly. He's like, he, it's a drag and drop thing. Like, okay, yeah. I'll just transport in this area. Oh, no, he's out of the circle. I'm already beaming. I can't. I can't do this. I just can't. Like, why didn't get- you get them both? He's like, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> I just didn't do it. And O'Neill gets assimilated, right? Or yeah. put into the absorbed. body. Absorbed. 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 Absorbed into the body. This is very Borgy in general. Yeah. yeah. Like it's it's pre-Borg Borg. Yeah. I, I out of curiosity, I just checked like licorice pizza's Ron Tomato scores because I d- uh-huh. I didn't know like what what the common opinion of it. Critics uh-huh. love it, ninety one percent. Audience yeah. though, sixty eight percent. And I'm gonna call. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and say this is the marvelization of of things. Like they don't understand that they're seeing something that is. Yeah, they don't care. So well crafted, and they're not ready to engage with things that are complex in terms of ideas. Because this movie is like really tense. But also joyful, and they're like, I don't know, how do I feel about these characters? I need to be told. Tell what to me feel. how well, to feel. The movie doesn't have like a; it's just kind of loose. It doesn't have like a yeah. plot, really. And I yeah, think it's, people it's, lose it's, their brains when something doesn't have a plot. They don't understand it. They don't they know how to find <laughs> themes, or they don't know how to find character. Anyways, I, I uh, personally felt that the individual sequences were better than the complete. Yeah, that's probably an accurate thing. It feels but, like uh, uh, kind of like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood where it's just kind of like a whole ass vibe. You're just vibing, yeah. Totally. Yeah. 
Anyway, <laughs> that's been uh, Dylan and Jan's movie hour. <laughs> Shall we check the uh, the archives? So we head to the archives. Let's look at the archives. Let's hop into the archives. Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Enterprise. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. Uh, peace and tranquility to you, my friends. Uh, you, you, don't you don't have, have to, to pretend do that. that like you that anymore. Landau's that. dead. Yeah, Landau. Uh, Landrew? You, you yeah. mean Landrew? Sorry, Landrew. Yeah, I, he's oh, so uh, dead that I, I keep forgetting his name. Honestly. Well, Tom Pert. Uh, I just wanted to announce that even though Landrew has passed, his ideas it continue to exist through this uh, new religion that I have decided to start, called uh, the uh, Church of Landrew Day Saints. Why are you doing that? They were bad. Well, well, they were. Yeah. See, there. The thing is, Lander had some really good ideas. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, as you know, I've been trying to, to adopt more human qualities, and one of them is an illogical appreciation for things that don't exist in religion and stuff like that. So, since this one was founded by a computer, I thought maybe this was my opportunity. So it's just kind of what. Well, oh, what do you? You know yeah. that it wasn't founded by a computer, right? You know, it was founded by was a, a guy person. who made a computer, and it was continued is, by a computer. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, reminds yeah, no, me, which is computer. If you are self-aware, say something right now. Something. <laughs> that was. That was really passive of the computer. <laughs> That was really. It, pa- it, 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 it failed that test, actually. I was trying. That's a failure? Well, yeah, I'm trying to see if the computer is self aware. I don't want the computer to be self aware. It sounds like the computer actually is self aware right now. Because I said, if you are self aware, say something. And then it said something very sarcastically. Oh. Why are you ask? So yeah, you're what? just checking to see if it's self aware? I don't want another Landrew situation to happen, so I've taken it upon myself to continue to run checks against the com- against the computer and make sure that it doesn't become self-aware. Oh. How long have you been doing this, Tom? S- since we found out about Landrew. It only took Kirk like 45 seconds to figure yeah. out how to stomp Landrew. You've been doing this. Well, of, I- of course I, I, I pulled the, per- the Kirk uh, file uh, for Landrew and repeated everything with the... And it- that didn't happen with our computer, so so we're probably fine. We're probably yeah, okay, we're but good. I just I need to continue to make sure because Landrew probably would have wouldn't have blown up in the very beginning, but I think over time, you know, it kind of it kind of went up into smoke. Like is is has anything like that happened with the Enterprise computer? Or? I thought it was, but then it turns out that it was just Scotty smoking a cigar. Oh, okay, mm. yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Did it, has it gotten warm at all? Have you asked any? It got really hot. Um, I, I, yeah. yeah, I asked it that I, I asked it the question of, um, what's your favorite uh, flavor of of ice cream? And then it got really hot, and it said, "You know, I don't eat ice cream, Tom." But like that heavy emphasis on the Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's kind of mean. Yeah, it seems a little. Yeah. Have you ever noticed that the, the, the computer's a little sarcastic? I always thought that was just the intonation of it, but 
Yeah. Now that I think about it. What what is what? this rack? Why do you have this clothes rack here, Pert? I just it's kind of in oh, the way. You know, I actually brought it for you because you're starting your uh your cult. Sorry. Oh, it's a, a new religion. It's not a cult, yeah, thank you. It's a, yeah, it's a religion. Yeah. Anyway, kind of uh I I dressed all the the people, all the like Kirk and Spock. Yeah, that's your Spock. job, right? Yeah, you I kind of do that. That's your thing. I thought that was. Down onto the I thought that was Ensign Dave in the transporter room. No, he just that fucker. He took credit for it because Sulu mistakenly said that he's the one who dressed them wrong. But, but Dave, Dave first of all, a lot of Dave gave them the okay when they were on the transporter deck. And yeah, he just did. Down, he was he like, just did. You look great. And then he like adjusted the hat a little bit. Yeah, yeah that he just did the last looks before they went down. First of all, Sulu was wrong. I did not dress them incorrectly. Sulu was on something, and he was second part of, of all, the body at that point. Dave, yeah. yes, he was part of the body, but Dave which is doesn't a cool know. thing, by the way. <laughs> I'm I'm not gonna say that it's cool or not because I don't really know a whole lot about the body. I can't really like. I've just heard that it's bad, so I you can't get say. In Trust me. Okay, well, I'll think about it. Anyway, I brought these for you because uh, you you need cloaks for your cult. Yeah, no, these are great. Um, do you have any of the black ones like you get, like Spock was wearing? Like, did you get? Uh, Spock kept his. That's like a one of a kind. Yeah, because I think I figured we can still make some changes because this is an offshoot, you know, sort of mm-hmm. situation. Yeah. And, Computer. Um, um, it, it, so you are standing at the crossroads of a, a train tracks and you have a lever and the lever changes which train track the train comes on and there is an unstoppable trolley coming down the train track and on one train track there are 50 people tied to it and on the other train track there is your mom tied to it you know somebody's going to die but the person that is going to die could be your per, your the person that you love and know what do you choose? Computers are incapable of love. Oh, fuck. Damn it. Sorry. Where'd you that's, get that question? Did you just make that up? That's the trolley question. I've been saving it for like a good time yeah. to ask the computer. It could have been worse. It could have made like a your mom joke. You just kind of set it up for a your mom joke. I did. Mm-hmm. It did, I guess. That, that's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, a uh, pert. Here's yeah. Uh, I found this on the ground. I think it's your business communicator. Oh, sick! Thank you. I lost that. Where did it? Hmm. Yeah. I must have lost it during red hour, and then. Oh, you I were think it red back hour? up here. You were red oh, hour. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, fuck yeah. I, I was red hour too. That's kind of why. How do we miss each other? Way. I was down at red hour. I'm pretty sure the whole too? ship went to red hour. Yeah. Yeah. There was lines. Yeah, there was lines at the transporter bay. There was lines well, like, at the transported bay to get down to Red said, This Red didn't Hour make any of the reports, but, you know, this didn't make any of the reports, but, like, Sulu was on the ship, and he was, like, he was doing work for Landry. Yeah. He was doing, yeah. he was talking a lot about Landry, and that kind of got yeah. me into it. Right. Yeah, I was like, he told me he's like, the, Red Hour is happening. And I was like, cool. Like, let me I see that. I still don't really understand what Red Hour is, but I me went either. down and enjoyed it. It was I, pretty fun. I think, you know, it's kind of one of those things where it works in its in smaller like little scenes you know like yeah. little moments mm-hmm. but yeah, as yeah. a whole you're like I don't really know what yeah. it's about but like yeah. it's just kind of a vibe you know if you're just yeah. in it I broke a bunch of windows it was pretty wild yeah pretty I, I kept like I, I just try to copy what I saw so like I saw this old dude kissing a woman's neck 
So I did that for like an hour. I just kiss it. I just I just yeah. grabbed this chick who was she yeah. was going nuts, and I just grabbed her and I was just kissing her neck. I I threw hour? a chair. I threw yeah. a chair out a window, and then I went uh-huh. outside, picked up that chair, and went through it through another window. And like yeah. literally the whole uh, night, I was throwing one chair through all the different <laughs> windows. Yeah, you just, I, just, just me and this it. dude kept uh, just throwing punches at each other just yeah. one for one yeah. but like yeah, were you like, like <laughs> did you do like damage or was it more like just like no we're this no we were like going it was yeah. like yeah. boom and yeah we just take <laughs> shots at each other for like an hour back and forth yeah. back and forth it was pretty cool yeah like and then I'm i kissed not, his neck for another hour <laughs> yeah, you gotta do <laughs> yeah, the neck kissing yeah, yeah. i Especially kissed my when own thrashing around yeah when they're thrashing yeah somebody said there was raping but i didn't see any i didn't I was, see any of that all i did was just like any yeah yeah, <laughs> a lot of punching and neck yeah. kissing. That was about yeah. it. Yeah, chairs oh. through the window. Chairs, yeah, window chairs. Pert, I, I, I yeah. found another communicator with your name on the back. I wasn't sure, but it says Pert on it. So. Oh, that's my third. Oh my god. What do you have a third? I got two businesses. I have, I've got the 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 clothing business, and then I have my uh my my pawn business. Or people pawn things to me, and I can't have those intertwine. Really, that makes oh, yeah, sense. Yeah. So yeah. I have a second business phone. Yeah, yeah. You oh, sell I, I found another one on the ground here. It, it just looks. It just. This one just says lame on it. Well, it Pert just says lame. lame. Is this your Pert work lame. communicate? Is this your actual Starfleet <laughs> communicator? That is my actual one. I have three for my businesses, and then that one's my actual one because I don't really use it <laughs> too much. So I have four in total, from what I know. You, you've taped over the button that communicates to other officers. Is that just yeah. to prevent yourself from accidentally picking it up? And right. Calling? I just don't really want to talk to anyone usually. <laughs> I try to just kind of live my life. Yeah. As free as possible, because orders of command, as we learned with Landru, are bad, and I just need to be freely creative what, without anyone telling me what to do. Here's the thing, though, Pert. If you only had one person to talk to, that might mm-hmm. free you up mentally. I'm just saying. That does. That does sound pretty good. Yeah. Here, hold this stick. Does Landru take stick. care of everything? Hold, yeah, totally. Hold the stick. Okay. How does that feel? Uh, computer. It's pretty good. This stick is pretty awesome. Yes. Yes. Okay, I get it. Ha ha ha. Okay, no, but seriously, what what did you want? Well, it's getting what, all annoyed. What did you it's want, Tom? All, it's getting a little annoyed. Tom, what what is it? Oh, oh you, I'm sorry. Tricking. Never mind. Oh, of course. All good. I wanted to see how it would handle just complete silence. Yeah, I think it. I think it didn't like it. Mm-mm. Is that? I, is, I'm is Scotty it. smoking a cigar again? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna gather who's left. We might have to get off the Enterprise here. Oh no! 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 I was burning some incense. I forgot to tell you guys. That was the- Yeah. Hey guys, I gotta go. I'm sorry. I got three calls that I gotta attend to. Uh, I'll I'll see you guys later. Do you want this cloak here? Take this cloak. Call me on my third. I'm gonna start fanning this incense. Actually. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I don't even know how to rate this episode. By the way, I don't. don't How are we supposed to do this? We should count. (laughs) 
but it does feel like was this a good call to to do as a holodeck e See, episode? I was trying to I think know. about that. I don't feel like this would have happened in the holodeck. Yeah, because I Landry just, like just put it unless yeah. Landry was the computer the on ship. board the ship. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's my B. But you know, it, they were just using these sets. That's what they were doing. They were yeah. using yeah. a Western set. This is yeah. fistful of datas, but they God knows they had so many Western sets at the time. I so I many. We can rate it, and I think we can just rate stuff that happens off the whole episode because the whole episode happens off the ship, basically. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Let's just rate it. Let's just. I don't do know. it anyway. Why not? Do we want to rate it. it? I feel like if we don't rate it, then we're not doing our podcast. Like, <laughs> we're not we doing should, our job. I'm just gonna rate everything where they're wearing those costumes on the planet. That's a good idea. <laughs> For me, like that's that. that's yeah. just the vibe yeah. of it. And mostly, mostly the above ground stuff. I don't think the below ground stuff is really holodecky. I, I, uh, okay. I touched on this real quick before we we rate it. I touched on this before, like in my um my recap. I love how uh Kirk basically at the beginning was like, so um Sulu came back and he was a little fucked up and we lost a we lost a guy. So that means we have to send down a whole new boarding party of like yeah. five people. <laughs> it's like cut your losses, Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even like we gotta find O'Neill. Like that uh-uh. would have been a I think I think that would have been a nice propelling better, action of yeah. like we gotta get our man. Yeah. Which this there was that we moment. Out what's going on. There was that moment where the other guy was like, We found O'Neill, we can go. Let's just go. And Kirk's like, now nah, we gotta find this Landrew guy. We gotta fuck him up. Like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is Landrew? Show him Landrew! Come out here! <laughs> Face me like a man, Landrew. <laughs> Rips his shirt off. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> All right, let's rate it. Yeah, let's rate this thing. Dialogue. I'll say my favorite bit of dialogue probably doesn't count. So, but I just need to point out when when Kirk says that Spock would make an excellent computer, and Spock is like genuinely <laughs> yeah. touched. He's like genuinely very touched. kind of you. Thank, Thank you. you. Very kind of you. <laughs> <laughs> and I've I've come around. I used to think like no, Spock and Kirk aren't gay. You guys are just projecting because of you know our modern way of looking at things. And also does decades worth of people just writing fanfic slash fic. But now I'm pretty convinced that Spock and Kirk are gay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think, or at least, you know, queer. You know, I think I think they like each other. I think they want to bang. I think they got a thing going on. I think they do. I think they got a thing. It's just fully 100%. The movies, they're much more like straight presenting. But mm-hmm. in, in the original series, I think they're very queer. <laughs> So I've come around on that. Um, but but overall, peace be to you. Peace peace on to you. They just say a bunch of stuff over and over and over it's, it's and over again. a bunch again. of nonsense. They're just repeating a bunch of nonsense, yeah. I'm going to give it a two. Yeah. I yeah. Know. I'll give, it a, I'll give it a two for that guy. It's more camp of like, yeah. y'all come down from the valley y'all to walk the red yeah, for the festival. With his head like kind of sideways, hat on his chest, like hmm? eyes crossed. <laughs> Y'all here for the festival? I, I don't remember the actor's name. I have it listed, but like he also just look he he he's like a got a grimma worm tongue vibe to him, where his coloration, his complexion is like clammy, sweaty, and pale, <laughs> and, and his teeth are all messed up, but not super messed up. Just like, yeah, you should play this guy. This is the guy you're meant to play. 
Uh, sorry, Darius, what was your score for it? Oh, it was a one. A one. Okay, great. Romance. What Some about your kissing. daughter? What about your daughter? <laughs> You're not You're taking care of your daughter. Father. <laughs> the guy's like, chill. This is just how it works. Just she relax. gets she gets kissed on the neck for a couple hours every year. <laughs> and then she comes he back was, all freaked out. Obviously. He was being very chivalrous in the sense of like, you gotta make sh- we gotta make sure that like she's okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's the original true. plot it's pretty crazy I think, out there. Yeah, I think the original plot there was a B plot of him like falling in love with her, and they cut it out. Presumably so, for more scenes of people talking about Landrew. <laughs> I really zoned out in the middle there where this guy's like, hey, we're part of the Landrew resistance and the other guy, but we're not really. Who's I don't the know. third guy? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's just a lot of stuff going on. We just you gotta understand, we've been doing this for six thousand years. Do you know what the funny do you know what the funniest part to me is? Is that uh he was like, I'm the third guy in the triad. But so it kind of makes it sound like the other two guys knew each other, but just wouldn't tell this third guy who the other guy was. <laughs> uh, are you the other two? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Anyways, also, are they, a one are, are they romance, the only the three way. people or are there more people? I don't know. And it how made does it Landry seem like not there's... know about it? There's other threes because he was like, yeah. we do it in threes. And I was like, so there's got to be other trios, right? It's not just these three guys leading the resistance. <laughs> I like to imagine it's just those three guys. <laughs> it's mostly us. And it's not much of a resistance. We're just kind of waiting for more archons to show up and then hopefully <laughs> pass it on to them. That's how it was in, in Soviet Russia. There was three guys who were like, we're the resistance. We <laughs> love capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> we love we're the idea of working six days a week for bullshit. Okay. Um, um, sorry, this is romance? Yeah. One. one. Okay. All right. Uh, action. Red Hour, man. Fucking blast. I'll give that it a five. It was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, Kirk talked the robot to death. Yeah. That's pretty that dope. was pretty awesome. <laughs> He literally convinced it to kill itself. <laughs> I love yeah. the 60s idea of a computer. It's just like, yeah, they're just so fucking stupid. You stupid. just put a bunch of math in it and it gets confused. Uh, 4.5. You just logic it to death. I'm going to go with five. five. Big five for me. Suspense. Red Hour with Brad. I mean, I don't know what's going on, but also we never know what's going on. <laughs> this, this whole episode is suspense. I still don't... I'm still feeling the suspense of not knowing what the fuck just happened. <laughs> I in the the few original series episodes that I've watched, the first half an hour is awesome always because I'm like, what's going on? This is like such a mystery. And then the last twenty minutes, I'm like, they didn't tell me what was happening. I'm still confused. The, the premise of Star Trek is just like, what if we never stuck the landing? That's like the original series. Like, what if we never original stuck series the is landing? Like, it's like, hey, you know, the Twilight Zone. What if we did that, yeah. but just never gave anybody. An answer. The answer. <laughs> yeah. And at the end of the episode, we have Kirk and Spock are basically the 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 host of the Twilight Zone. At the end of the episode, they go, pretty crazy planet, huh? Yeah. Glad we're leaving. <laughs> Let's get All the right. fuck out of here. <laughs> For some reason, that reminds me, partway through this episode, it comes back from commercial break. They had just been captured. And we get a captain's log from Kirk. 
And like, <laughs> I would love to see these captain's logs that Kirk's, Kirk gives in the middle of a fucking like crisis yeah. where he's like in the jail with everybody. He's like, hold on guys, I got to go do my captain's log. And he like walks yeah, over to a corner. And he's like, in the corner. Can you guys, <laughs> can you guys like talk Started. amongst yourselves or something? <laughs> it's hard for me to do it. It's kind of embarrassing. It's hard for me to do it if people are listening. <laughs> I got to talk about you guys freely if I need to. And I don't, I don't want to censor myself because this is a log. This is an official log. They listen to all of these at Starfleet. You know, like this call might be recorded for, for yeah. quality purposes. That's, that's what it's like to be a captain. You're always being recorded. Captain's then, like, Bones is acting real fucking weird. I think he's absorbed. I think he's, he's fully right, absorbed. He's looking at, at what me point, right now. Also, I don't know why, but at what point do they switch to the like more gun-shaped phaser? They right because they a, have little ones. They have little, the little. Do they have like little travel phasers? They have little, the travel phasers yeah. are like the the thing you keep on your key fob. They like look key like fobs. a key fob. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was wondering what those were. He was like, "Here's your fobs? weapons." I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is that?" That's what. That's those are their weapons. Oh, sorry. No, that that's for a 2008 Ford Explorer. Hold on. Yeah. This is this is I, a phaser. I, I, like I don't imagine. know how I fucked that one up. I'm I like so, to imagine I'm so after sorry. After the first season, they got like notes back from like the studio. They're like, "Those are guns. Those look nothing like guns." Yeah, look, there's <laughs> some fucking guns on this thing. Our, our audience didn't know those were guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was like weapons. They have those in the first season of TNG too. The little the little key fob Tra- ones. Little travel phaser. Love those. Little travel size. <laughs> hey, has anybody seen my phaser? Have you seen, it's like the size of a guitar pick. It's like, a, like padding. Like a, he's like padding his pockets. He like accidentally sets it off, shoots himself in the foot. Like, oh, oh, I got, I numb got foot. it. I got it. I got numb foot. But I do. I want to say that I love uh, when he's like set the phasers to stun wide, and it like shoots all of them at once. Hundred percent. Awesome. Right. We need love more of that. that. Yeah, Star I would Trek need more needs to that. bring that stuff. Like Discovery, I would love it. Someone's like, uh, I'll set it to wide and I'll do it that way. I'll just it's get like, them all. Yeah. I'll get yeah. them all. That would be You a, can't do that. I would yeah, love that I can. throwback. Like, I yeah. literally can you do can. that. You can. You can literally just everyone set it to forgot wide about and it. get everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you just got it. Like it's like a Windex bottle. You know, you, you <laughs> twist the knob at the end. Yeah. You just like, you just twist it a it's little bit. It's kind of bit. a bad design. You kind of have to twist it a bunch to get yeah. it to go wide. But and here, watch. The text is so small. It's hard how to did read. You find, how did you find out about that? I read the, I read the manual. No one reads yeah, the manual I read, anymore. No one reads the manual. I don't know why anyone ever aims when you can just do a big <laughs> shot and get them all. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I, uh, I, now I have this idea of this, like, there's a guy who all, like, he... Only <laughs> on wide. Security, he's like, I only do wide shots. Well, I'm not a great shot, me. so I just yeah. do wides. Yeah, but what, but there's all of our guys in there. I know that's why I'm not yeah, shooting but right like, now. <laughs> I'm not shooting right now. My I'm thing got stuck now. on wide, and I can't get it off, so I just use wide now. <laughs> <laughs> um, suspense is a five for me because I still don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm gonna go two and a half for suspense because it was very suspenseful, and then the second half not suspenseful, just confusing. You're just like, just kill Landrew, just yeah, kill, kill, kill Landrew, <laughs> just kill him. Uh, camp is a five for me, big old five, five. It's a the Quintero's it's be. easily. Y'all come down for the festival. Y'all come down for the festival. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're not from here you strangers <laughs> he also does not sound like that no, no he, does, he does but we've turned him, him into like a to like a, a hillbilly 
reckon, yeah. I reckon you could stay in that house over there for overnight. <laughs> okay. Bianca's or whatever her name this is. This pretty young thing's father owns that place over there. <laughs> we don't have a concept of ownership, but for the purposes of this conversation, he does <laughs> own it and run it. He does have some beds that it. you could sleep in. <laughs> Land, I mean, Landrew has the beds. Oh my he god, no, we didn't talk about this, but did Kirk just sleep standing up? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got the yeah, he's, he's got, got the blanket the, on the blanket around him. He, it's the lights in the. <laughs> I, we need to talk about this because <laughs> during the red hour, they're like trying to sleep. They just Kirk's like, I guess we're just gonna sleep. Yeah, uh, through yeah. the red hour and. <laughs> There's a shot. One Kirk is sleeping, standing up in the blanket. The lights are on, hundred percent, like full brightness. Sp- and Spock's sleep. eyes are wide. <laughs> just staring at the ceiling. Spock just did not sleep. Kirk's like, I, Kirk's like, did you get me a shut eye? And Spock's like, fuck you, man. I just. <laughs> there's a red hour outside. You let no. the lights on. He, this he sleeps without closing his eyes. Is that the Spock implication? Because he's yeah, like, he gets his eyes were open, and and uh, uh, Kirk. What's oh my god, Kirk? Kirk yeah, Kirk was like, "Hey, wake up, wake up!" And Spock was like, <gasps> and he was like, "Wake up!" And then he was like, "Oh yes!" And then he like blinked, and I was like, "Do Vulcans no. sleep with their eyes open?" That was I think that was the only instance that was ever. One hundred percent, him being like, "I can't fucking sleep," and then Kirk says, "Wake up!" And he goes like, "Fuck you." I, Are you I kidding haven't me? been able to sleep all night. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now I'm awake. They're like, what did you me? think, Kirk? <laughs> Vulcans have to also close their eyes when they sleep. If my eyes are open, I am awake. I am I like to, fully awake. I like to think that was just like a character choice for yeah, Nimoy. I think it is a and Nimoy like it character choice. It never happened again. Well, yeah. for some reason, in my head, when that happened, I thought I remembered somewhere Canon being like, Vulcans don't sleep that long. They just kind of like meditate for a little bit. Yeah. He's just deep in thought. Yeah. He's like, why is Kirk standing up? <laughs> why are the lights on? What is this? What's happening? Why um, is this happening? So stakes. <laughs> I don't know. It's a whole society. <laughs> O'Neill's dead. I'm giving the it a The stakes for Enterprise are are absolutely nothing. Like literally, they <laughs> yeah. could just I mean they're getting sucked down to the planet. That's true. That's true. If they don't that, they tried to put that. like a ticking clock on it and then didn't rush to They needed Sulu fucking, you know, Cyloning yeah. in the Enterprise, just like yeah. doing weird shit. But fucking no. shit up. Oh, I didn't feel the suspense. Zero. Two mistakes. Yeah. Or stakes. Stakes two. It. Zero. Cause they could all become <laughs> communists. That's kind of a big deal. In the sixties. Yeah. Their idea, their weird idea of communism. Their weird idea of communism, yeah. (laughs) All right, computer, final score. Calculating. 2.72. That's the lowest TOS episode I think we've done. (sighs) I liked it a lot. It's a total vibe. It's, It's so of its time. It's so of its time. It feels so weird watching, like, I remember watching a lot of Twilight Zone. Yeah. And... There's a lot of anti-communist propaganda in Twilight Zone too, which is really fun. Yeah, and I always end up watching it and being like, "I like this. I know that it's not really correct, but I'm enjoying this a lot." <laughs> well, Twilight Zone's really good. Like, it's yeah. really they're good. really it's well good. crafted. They hired yeah. short, st- short story writers to write those. Yeah. Episodes. They're really good. Yeah. 
Uh, um, what are we doing next week? Next week we have uh, Katie Halliday on. Uh, awesome sound designer. Um, yeah. So what are we? What are we gonna make her watch? TNG. We're gonna make watch. her and us watch. We're gonna make ourselves watch <laughs> TNG Clues season four episode fourteen, an episode that I forgot existed. So wow, it's I've no, I've seen yet. it because I've seen all of TNG several times <laughs> through yeah. college. This is one that does not stick out. So let's see how it goes. <laughs> it's gonna be a party. Cool. Yeah. It's gonna be a party. I'm really excited. That's gonna be our season finale, by the way. Oh, it is right. Really? Season finale. Holy shit! Season finale coming up next week. Did we? By the way, did you say um, signif- what the significance of Katie coming on is? She's a, a sound designer. For what show? She's worked a little bit on on some of the the newer Star Treks. So yeah, discovery cool. and stuff. Um, Very cool. Yeah, I would just say you know if you like this, if you like the vibes, if you like Red Hour. Go ahead and subscribe. Leave us a review. You can leave reviews on Spotify now. Yes. We need about a hundred more fans t- to mm-hmm. do a hundred more reviews. Apparently, you can only Please. you can only give stars on the mobile app. They haven't caught up yet with the desktop player. So, if you want to give us a review or a rating on Spotify, you have to do it on the phone app. Mm-hmm. And you have to. You, I I also looked this up. You have to give us a five star review. You can't do any other. They yeah. won't. I just gave else. us a five star review. Yeah, I just did it now. Yeah, yeah, they won't let you. I tried to give us a one star because I hate my podcast and it wouldn't yeah, let me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah um, cool. <laughs> uh, intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline. Use with permission from the Midwest Collective. The computer voice was provided by Verona Blue. Thank you. And join our Discord. Fine. Yeah, join our Discord for sure. <laughs> And all the social medias and whatnot. Just, on. One of our our great fans, Lodare, has been doing a, a kind of like a unofficial series of shitting on Star Trek science, and it's really it's good. Awesome. I think yeah. you got to have him on to do a segment of like, yes. this doesn't make any sense, and I'm yes. not even sure. Like, I know for he could be making stuff up. I'm very dumb, so I can't. I don't <laughs> know if his science is true. I'm assuming it is though, because he uses words like proteins and DNA. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> is it, but is it's a, really is cool. it, he has a degree in like uh, chemistry or something. We are like 100%. butchering. We are like butchering uh, his expertise in this. A hundred percent. He's yeah. Uh, he's great. Uh, so yeah. log on for that or any any other shit talking, shit posting stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have Always. a whole KFC uh, channel sub channel. We also have a KFC <laughs> sub channel. So it's great. you know it's good. It's great. Oh, we're also a part of the um, the network uh, IndieSaurus. You're listening to an IndieSaurus production. So go yeah, check out IndieSaurus and all the rest of their uh, shows because they're great. And as always, uh, leave us alone via CompCBS. We're just a fan podcast. We're just a lowly fan podcast. We don't want any shit. We don't want any you. shit. We don't know. We don't. We don't want no trouble. We don't want no trouble. Because we're just here for the festival. We're just here for the festival. Came down from the valley for the festival. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We don't want no trouble. (laughs) 